I don't know if anybody out there can relate, but like I have a hard time with life sometimes. I know that for me, when I'm inside myself, when I'm in my own head, it gets a, this place right here, this, this, this skull between my ears, that is a bad neighborhood. And I am, <laughs> I should not be in there alone. <laughs> I need. I can't be in there by myself. What are you talking about? It's just. You just. You just. It's insane. It's crazy in here. This is a bad place for me to be by myself. And so, when I'm in that, like, I get, I my whole life gets thrown off. Like, if I'm in there, like, I don't say nice things to myself. Like, there's another Chester in there that's like, wants to take me down. And so, um, and I find that it could be whether it's substances or whether it's behavior or whether it's like depressive stuff or whatever it is like if I'm not like actively like doing getting out of myself and and being with other people like being a dad being a husband being a bandmate like being a friend helping someone out like if I'm not if I'm out of myself I'm great if I'm inside all the time I'm I'm horrible I'm a mess and so for me it's like that was kind of where I don't like my mind right now stacking up problems that are so unnecessary you know that's where that kind of that was where that came from for me and um and that's but it's the moment where it's like realizing like i drive myself nuts like actually thinking that like all these are real problems like all the stuff that's going on in here is actually just i'm doing this to myself going on young world this is radio rashid you're tuning in to another episode of behind the music podcast uh this is not really an episode today today is more of a tribute uh this is definitely a tribute uh going out to chester bennington it's going out to chris cornell and unfortunately i just received news this morning that my uncle melvin passed as well so uncle this one is for you uh, you were one of the most liveliest people I knew. You worked for the MTA. Whenever I didn't have money for the MTA, you always hooked me up. So this episode goes out to you, Uncle. Much love. I love you. And we'll be sending you off this week. I didn't think I would be uh, doing a podcast on Lincoln Park this early on. If you don't know, we were shocked 7-20-17 Thursday with horrible news that Chester Bennington, lead singer of Lincoln Park, had passed in an apparent suicide. I want to pay homage because a lot of peers felt this one. 
It hit home because this is the music we grew up on. From corn to Deftones, there was an era of rock bands that had a hip-hop influence to them. And I considered Linkin Park to be up there with the best of them. With Chester handling singing and scream vocals and Mike Shinoda rapping, they were the front runners. I mean, for goodness sake, they had a DJ, Joe Hahn. The Limp Biscuit album, Chocolate Starfish and Hot Dog Flavored Water, and Meteora were the only alternative albums I ever purchased as a teen. I mean, later on, I purchased Hot Fuss, and, but I don't consider that hip-hop rock or what critics dub this genre as new metal. Linkin Park is from California and was formed in 1996. The original members included friends Mike Shinoda, Rob Borden, and Brad Nelson. They attended high school in California and later recruited Johan, Dave Farrell, and Mark Wakefield to form a band called Zero, spelled X-E-R-O. Just like any startup band, they started recording in a bedroom which belonged to Shinoda and put out a four-track demo. Unfortunately, there was conflict within the group early on and it caused Wakefield, who was the lead singer at the time, and Dave Farrell to leave the band. That was a blessing in disguise because they later recruited Arizona native Chester Bennington. Chester used to be in a band called Grey Days, whose genre was post-grunge. The band then switched its name from Zero to Hybrid Theory. A final name change happened when the band decided to pay homage to St. Monica's Lincoln Park, which led to Lincoln Park. They just spelled it differently. L-I-N-K-I-N Park. After many attempts, the band was finally signed in 1999 by Jeff Blue, who was then vice president of Warner Brothers. The album that brought them to international fame was Hybrid Theory, which debuted in 2000. It went diamond, selling 10 million copies in the U.S. and several million in other countries. The following album was Meteora, which debuted in 2003, and that's my focus today. That album changed my life. I have never heard of anything so creative, ever. It sold over 27 million copies worldwide and later featured remixes from the one and only Jay-Z. It also featured the return of Dave Farrell. It's produced by Don Gilmore in Linkin Park, and it was recorded and mixed at NRG Studios in North Hollywood, California, from April to December 2002. Now, before I begin playing the songs that touched me most from the Meteor album, I need to give out some information. There are a lot of people suffering in silence that need help. There are people thinking about taking their lives every day. If you or someone you know is dealing with suicidal thoughts or being bullied, please contact 800-273-8255 or log on to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Now, Meteora starts with 13-second song called Forward, and it bleeds right into Don't Stay Seamlessly and prepares you for about a half an hour of an orgasm. But the first song I want to play for you is titled Easier to Run.
state I would if I could stand up and take the blame I would if I could take all the shame to the grave I would if I could change I would take back the pain I would retrace every wrong move that I made I would if I could stand up and take the blame I would I would take all my shame to the grave It's I literally cried writing my thoughts on this particular song. I could hear Chester crying out to us that it's easier to run, to quit, than to deal with the problems. He doesn't want to face the future because he's afraid of creating a past. A Genius.com contributor wrote, he remembers the things that happened in his past, and he brings memories of things he wishes so desperately to get rid of. Sometimes he wants to kill himself, letting go and never looking back. And since he would be dead, it wouldn't be moving forward. So a past wouldn't be formed. The next song I want to play for you is called Breaking the Habit. I just want to point out a couple of verses and a bridge. First verse. Memories consume, like opening the wound. I'm picking me apart again. You all assume I'm safe here in my room, unless I try to start again. Clutching my cure, I tightly lock the door. I try to catch my breath again. I hurt much more than any time before. I had no options left again. Now to me, that second verse, clutching my cure, could be anything from cutting, drugs, whatever that cure being, He's locking his door and he's trying to solve this problem himself. And and pretty much it was hard, like picking songs that meant the most to me and 
will help someone listening to this podcast because in all his music, it just seems like he's screaming out for, for help. Um, it later uh, forwards to the bridge. I'll paint it on the walls because I'm the one at fault. I'll never fight again, and this is how it ends, which anyone can interpret of. I'll paint it on the walls being blood, whether it's suicide with a gunshot wound to a head, literally painting his blood on the walls, or if he's a cutter, and you know how sometimes a cutter may uh, write with their blood on the wall. And, you know, it fast forwards to the end of that bridge saying, I'll never fight again, and this is how it ends. I'm going to play Breaking the Habit for you. subtleties and the effects just at the end of the record 
like this album is amazing amazing uh you have to credit johan i mean he's kind of the one that we really don't speak about but to backtrack you know how my brain works after i played the interview there was an instrumental that played and that was done by johan he's their dj he's their effect person and when i heard that as a kid i was blown away i never heard of electronic drumming sequences like that ever i don't think people realize how hard that is to do and it's amazing um so the next track i do want to play for you it's called nobody's listening now it was really hard to choose three tracks to play for you guys because a lot of his music you can say he's crying out for help yes he did suffer from depression yes he abused drugs and you can call him emo but it doesn't mean that there is not a special quality to each song so for this nobody is listening track um, I feel that again it's a cry out for help whether you're in a relationship or if you're battling your mental state we've all been there I swear I was just there this weekend um, whether it's cryptic messages you're sending someone or even if you have a blunt conversation with someone and they happen to forget or they just take you as a joke you know until something devastating happens. This is like a cry out for help. Nobody's listening. Yo, peep the style and the kids checking for it. The number one question is how could you ignore it? We drop right back in the cut over basement tracks with rap stack. Got you backing this up like rewind that. We're just rolling with the rhythm. Rise from the ashes of stylistic division. With these non-stop lyrics of life living. Not to be forgotten, but still unforgiving. But in the meantime, there are those who want to talk this and that. So I suppose that it gets to a point where feelings gotta get hurt. And get dirty with the people spreading the dirt of gold. I'm riding on the back of this pressure Guessing that it's better I can't keep myself together Because all of this stress Gave me something to ride on My pain gave me something I can set my sights on You never forget The blood, sweat, and tears The uphill struggle over years The fear and trash talking And the people it was to And the people that started it Just like you Tried to give you Chest. Up 
Wow. Wow. Hmm. Damn. All right. So those are the three songs. Kind of like a four song. I put sessions in there as well. That touched me. Numb is another awesome song. It's the last song on the album. You guys are all familiar with that. It was a single. Um, and if you really think about it, to have the last song on your album just be numb. Like, you know what? I spilled my heart out. I think it was like 12 tracks or 13 tracks or something. I spilled my heart out on all these tracks. And my last song, fuck it. I'm just going to be numb. That's some powerful stuff. All right. So now, since this is a tribute episode, I would be remiss in my work if I didn't showcase a top three song of mine. If you know me in any order, Ice Cube, Today Was a Good Day, Tony Braxton, Supposed to Be, Spell S-P-O-S-E-D, Supposed to Be, and Audio Slave, Like a Stone. Audio Slave was a rock supergroup formed in 2001 in L.A., and included Soundgarden's lead singer, guitarist, Chris Cornell, and included Rage Against the Machine members, Morello, who was on the lead guitar, and Tim Comerford, who was the bass and back vocalist, and Brad Wilk on the drums. Chris Cornell is another legend who passed away this year, May 18th, 2017, and again by apparent suicide. I always struggle with the meaning of this song, but let me quote some of the members. Bassist Tim claims that the song is about an old man waiting for death who sits in the house alone after all his friends and family have passed on, waiting to be reunited with them. Chris Cornell explains that it's a song about concentrating on the afterlife you would hope for rather than the normal monotheistic approach. You work really hard all your life to be a good person and a moral persona and a fair and generous. And then you go to hell anyway. Let me play you like a stone, one of my all time favorites and listen for the guitar bridge. It is probably the best solo I've ever heard. Like a stone.
That about wraps it up for us today for the Behind the Music Podcast tribute episode. I just want to leave you with the information again, 800-273-8255 or suicidepreventionlifeline.org if you want to reach out to anyone and talk. Uh, You can call uh, privately. What's the word I'm looking for? You can call anonymously. Uh, they don't need to know who you are. I know some people are sometimes afraid of calling. They've been seeing their numbers and them sending the cops to where they are. Um, you can call in blocked and still get someone to listen to you. Uh, there's no homework really today. I just want you to text someone, call someone, hug someone, let them know that you love them. Um, if you are suffering inside, please, please let someone know. Uh, there's no need to suffer in silence. Um, And thank you again for listening. Just remember that the world is yours.